Rabbi Kovacs, and for the second day of Rosh Hashanah, we're beginning the second parak in Hala. It doesn't get any better than that, Rabosai. So, second parak, first Mishnah. Perot chutza la'aretz, shenichnesu la'aretz. How about produce grown outside of Eretz Yisrael that's imported into Eretz Yisrael? Chayavin bechala. When you make a dough out of it, you do have to separate chala. Bartnura brings the Pasuk. The Pazak says, to the land that I will bring you there. So there, your Chayv and Chala, whether the produce, the wheat or the grains, is from the land or it's not from the land. So it's actually the Matzah of Bismanazeh is a lot of the flour is imported from America to Eretz Yisrael, but you're making the dough in Eretz Yisrael, so it's still Chayv to separate Chala. Mishnah continues, Yatsu Mikan Lasham, what if you exported from Eretz Yisrael to outside? Rabbi Yezer Mechaev, Rabbi Kiva Poter. It's a machlokis. Rabbi says it's Chayev. Why? Because it says, Chayev Ochelchem Melechem Aretz. Melechem Aretz could be anything that's from the Aretz. Rabbi Kiva says, no, it says Sham. It says, Achalchem, um, it says, El Haaretz, Ashenem Mevi Etchem Shama. So it's only Shama, only in there. He's Chayev in Chala, and that's on a Deraisa level. On a rabbinical level, we do separate Chala outside of Eretz Yisrael, but on Deraisa level, only inside Eretz Yisrael. And the Barnum brings Halacha Karebi Akiva. Mishnah Beis, Afar Chutzla Aretz, dirt from outside of Eretz Yisrael, Shababasfina Laaretz. It came on a boat to Eretz Yisrael. So you can imagine there was a boat that had a bunch of soil, dirt, dust in it in the bottom of the boat, and there's things growing in it. And it's going into a river, entering into Eretz Yisrael. Chayev b'maisrot b'shvit. So now it becomes Chayev in Meiser and in Shvit. Amazingly enough, even if it's still on the river, it's not in dry dock on top of Eretz Yisrael. It's in the river, and the river is on top of Eretz Yisrael. So the Mepharshim explained that this is when there's some sort of hole in the boat. Now the hole might be plugged up with uh, mud and dirt and things like this, but through that hole in the boat, the water of Eretz Yisrael is entering the dirt and the mud in the boat and the things growing in it in the bottom of the boat because they're getting some sort of nourishment through the hole from Eretz Yisrael to feed these plants. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Eimatai, Rabbi Yehuda says, when does this apply? It's only when the Sfina is touching, like if it runs aground or they pull the boat up onto the riverbank or they put it, you know, in, in dry dock, and it's above the land, Lamaisa, when it's really touching the dirt, then Rabbi Yehuda says it's Chayev. But when it's still on the water, he says it's too removed, even though it's being nurtured through a hole in Eretz Yisrael, no good. This is amazing, it's amazing Limud, Rabosai, because some of us, we go to Eretz Yisrael, and we go, okay, we're being tourists, we're going to see some things, we're going to the Kotel, we're going to Davin, but if we are, if we make ourselves like, like the hull of a boat that has no holes, nothing getting in, nothing getting out, then the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael does not, does not penetrate. We have to make ourselves into holy people, but to let the Kedusha come in, like this boat with the little hole in the bottom that the nourishment, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael does get in. The Mishnah here continues, what if you use not water to knead your dough, but fruit juices? Chayevet bechala. It is chayev and chala, even though he didn't use water, he used juice to make the dough. But it could be eaten with unclean hands. You wouldn't have to wash your hands. That was something we mentioned yesterday. The last Mishnah in the first parak was the Kohanim have to wash their hands for truma and for chala. 
But here, it wasn't made with water, and it's not just water, but it's one of the seven liquids that can be machshir l'kabal tuma, yad shachadam. It's not just water. Um, grape juice or wine would count as well, and some other liquids. Uh, but if it's made with, for instance, apple juice or orange juice, then it's not mekabal tuma. It never touched water, so technically it could be eaten with unclean hands. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins, you should avoid making a dough like this, because then when you separate challah, it's technically challah tahira, and you wouldn't be able to burn it. So that would be a problem, and, and we'd have shilas about the tuma and the tahira of it. So it's better to make a dough, if you're going to make a dough with fruit juice, to add water as well. So it is mekabal tuma, it does become tame, and you can burn the challah according to the Shulchan Aruch. There's another interesting issue, if bread is made with a lot of sugar, a lot of fruit juice, then for Sephardim, it might not be bread anymore. It might be mezainos. And even for Ashkenazim, certain rolls that are very sweet, so there's such thing as mezonos rolls, that they're made very sweet, they taste kind of more like cake in bread form than bread, that may be, to many postgame, also a mezonot. But if you want to make bread for Sephardim, Sephardim usually have water challah, they have, you know, it doesn't have eggs, it doesn't have fruit juice, so it's pat beit yosef. That's based on another discussion that um, patababa kisnin might be any dough that's very sweet, might be mezonot instead of hamotzi. But in this case, we're really concerned about the tuma and tahara uh, about of this dough. Chazak gemar ketiva ketiva guti ben